0: you want to plan a disney vacation but don't know where to start let the experts at ftm travel customize a disney vacation tailored to your family ftm travel has earned the distinction of being named a disney earmarked agency with a dedicated team that is ready to help you with all of your disney destination dreams from Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Aulani in Hawaii, let our agents turn your vacation dreams into your dream vacation. Visit our website at www.ftmtravel, so that's F like ferry, T like trip, M like mother, or email us at info at ftmtravel.com be sure to mention that you heard about them on the Rebecca Enchanted podcast. Welcome to episode 62 of Rebecca Enchanted. I'm Rebecca Mitchell, your fairy podmother. Thank you um, for joining me here in the new year. I'm sorry I had a little bit of a break. Uh, We were at Disney World and then um, I had to go on a work trip and then I was sick. So I needed a little break to recover and here I am. So this episode is going to talk about our Disney World trip. We were there from January 3rd through January 10th. Um, So arrived on a Friday night and uh, I actually left late Tuesday night, and my son left on wednesday uh and It was just a wonderful, wonderful trip as you'll hear and so i'm going to go through each of our days and some of the highlights and talk about of course uh rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios and that strategy and um some of our experiences along the way. so for this trip, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I had stayed there once before and really, really liked it um but the rooms were. Definitely in need of a refresh, which uh, we were able to get a room that has been refurbished. Uh, Most of the rooms are done now. There's still a few in process, but uh, the refurbished rooms were much improved, I thought. And we, we really absolutely loved it. And fortunately, the Christmas decorations were still up. So, you know, the first night I walked in and to see that tree is just like breathtaking. We had a Savannah view room. And uh, so the first morning we opened the door and there were giraffes right out there. So that was really, really lovely. And overall, it had a great space for both of us. And um, we, we just loved it. And I love the whole Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's just really beautiful. Um, I know some people will talk about transportation from there. Uh, we did not find it to be any different than any other resort. Um, we mostly used the buses. We did take a few um lifts just for timing purposes. Like one morning we were running late for a dining reservation and then our Hollywood Studios morning I wanted to take a lift because I just um, wanted to really get there. I didn't want to wait on a bus. So uh, but I think most of the time we ended up taking uh, the buses from Animal Kingdom Lodge and did not have any issues. Um, They were never super full. They were pretty timely, so no issues there. Um, Certainly no more than we've ever had at any other resort that we've stayed at. Uh, So arrival, um, my son arrived earlier in the day, and he took Magical Express, uh, no problem, and fortunately our room was ready when he got there. I think he got there about 3 p.m., and our room, you know, they would texted me our room number, so I texted that to him, and he was all set to go, and um, then I arrived later in the evening, so I arrived about 10 p.m., I think we landed about 9.45. Because I arrived later, I had to go retrieve my luggage. Uh, Magical Express couldn't deliver it, nor would I want them to deliver it super late. Uh, So it it did take quite a bit of time uh, to, you know, go and wait for my luggage. And then um, I did have a bit of a wait for the Magical Express. Uh, I got on a bus pretty quickly, but it took us a while to go. And then my Magical Express stopped at, um, gosh, I think it stopped at Pop Century, Uh, Caribbean Beach Art of Animation and then Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I think that that was just kind of luck of the draw getting in late. And I wish I had um, taken a lift, but of course you never know when you're on there. I I guess I could have asked how many resorts they were stopping at, but uh, I didn't. And there was one other gal going to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and myself, and we got on the bus and we said, oh, you know, a bus all to ourselves. This is great. And then, of course, we jinxed ourselves because the bus ended up being full. I mean, even though we stopped at those resorts, it it, it, it didn't take that much longer. The the stops are quick. People get off quickly. They have the luggage sorted. So um, it doesn't take very long to stop at each one. I have just of course, would have preferred a direct route, but neither here nor there um, because I got to the resort safely and I didn't have to worry about anything. And um, so, yeah, once I got there, it was pretty late. It was probably about 11... Oh, it was a little, uh, probably 1130 or so by the time I got there. And so, um, you know, we went straight to bed. We Our next day was an Epcot day. And we had fast passes for Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, and uh, Frozen. And so we ended up, um, we didn't... We went kind of later um, in the morning, you know, I would say not right away at park opening. We probably ended up getting there um, around 930 or, you know, so we so we didn't do rope drop um, because I I knew we had a frozen fast pass. But I also figured with just two of us, we could pretty easily do uh, get an extra bonus fast pass for Soren. So I wasn't super worried about that. Um, So when we arrived, uh, my son wanted to go do test track. A single rider and I did not need to do that and I actually I had to stop at guest services because I had a problem with uh, my well I was the problem. I couldn't remember my pin for my Magic Band, <laughs> so I had to go to Guest Services. Good to know um, that they can help you there. I just had to reset my pin, and that was fine. And then I just got a little muffin while he. It took the single rider line took him quite a bit of time. I would say at least forty five minutes for him to do that. Um, but you know, I was in no hurry, so uh, we were able to do that, and then we were able to do. Uh, mission space and he did the the I did the green and he did the orange uh very easy to do with the fast pass and um the green is really mild I think um I I've done the orange or red whatever color it is and um it's too intense for me so that's something to note if you have motion issues or sensitive to anything like that that you know the green version is very very mild I don't think I had any moments where I was like ooh, but you know it was fine and then we did Spaceship Earth. Uh, My son is also a a pin collector and so he wanted to do a little shopping for pins and for me it was like really cute because we have not been there together since 2016 and um, he's now in college. He's actually he's 18 years old but he's a junior in college because he went early so it was really kind of cute to see him into that again and uh, so you know I was fully supportive of it. Um, so he, he, you know, and he got his, his lanyard out and was wearing his pins and, and picked up a couple new pins while we were there. I just, I, that warmed my heart that they're never that old, you know, they're still, they still can be kids there. Um, so we went over and, um, he did some pin shopping and then we went to Spaceship Earth and he said something very interesting. He said, he thought that was the best ride at Epcot. And, um, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say that before. I always think of it as, I mean, I enjoy going in to it but I do kind of always think of it as just kind of a something nice to get in out of any weather and to um uh get you know just get off your feet because it's a nice long ride and um but he's he thought thinks it's the best ride I've caught so I mean and he likes Test Track a lot so anyway I thought that was kind of cute and then we headed over to um the World Showcase it at this point it was it was started to rain um, actually It got super, super windy. Like we couldn't even put our ponchos on because of the wind. And so we were laughing very hard because it was just very comical. Um, And so we, right before the World Showcase um, starts, is kind of where it started to rain. And we were like, okay, we got to get out of this. And so um, they have the Epcot Experience, which talks about the future of Epcot. And so we went in there for a little while. They have a snack stand in there. So we just kind of let it rain outside and took some time. We just sat down in there where a lot of people were sitting down. We got pretzels and popcorn and, um, they had some cute kind of photo setup things. So we did some of that. And then we decided it was probably time for our frozen fast pass. So we did that and, um, I feel like we might've, Gosh, I can't exactly... Oh, we met Anna and Elsa. So we met them in their new costumes. And that was, I thought, very special. Um, My son was a good sport to do that, even though he didn't really want to. But he's always a good sport about those kinds of things for his mom. And so we did Frozen. And then uh, I grabbed lunch at the Mexico quick service restaurant. It was still raining, um, but it is covered. And this I didn't know until this time. They do have an inside portion. I don't know if that's always open or it was just open um, at that time. And it might be the the table service restaurant that I, I don't know if they do lunch, to be honest. Um, So it, maybe they just allowed for seating in there during the day. Um, So not really sure. I didn't really ask a lot of questions, but I was able to find a seat sort of out of the rain. Uh, and my son is a vegetarian now. And so he wanted to find some fried rice and he went to China to get that and was going to come back and meet me. But as it turns out, the fried rice um, has chicken in it. So he could not do that. So we just needed to kind of find some snacks around for him. Um, as he's, I would say, a picky vegetarian as well. And so um, from there, we decided to actually just kind of head around the World Showcase. Um, and then we wanted to try out the Skyliner. And so we just headed around um, the World Showcase. I don't really think we stopped at much. We might have stopped in a few stores. Uh, but then we went to the International Gateway and got on the Skyliner. Um, the oh my gosh Skyliner I couldn't think of what it was called for a second and we had a nice little ride in that and we just went um, basically we went to Caribbean Beach and came back Um, so maybe total 20 minutes to 30 minutes Uh, that was my first time riding the Skyliner really really liked it great for those resorts if you're staying at the resorts on the Skyliner and that's Caribbean Beach Riviera pop century and art of animation. So that's really nice. And then the Skyliner, just in case you don't know, goes to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So we, um, I'm sure, I'm not sure of the sequence, but once I used used our frozen fast pass, I went ahead and grabbed. um, I was able to get a soarin for the two of us, and so I did that. And um, I just kept trying to move up the time a little bit, so I was able to do that. So by the time we got back into the park, um, you know, we just walked out the international gateway, walked back in. Uh, We did not have park hoppers, so this was kind of one of our only chances to use the skyliner without having. to Skip over to a different park, so it worked out well for us. And we, I did ask for a car just to ourselves, and we were not able to get that. Um, and it wasn't super busy, so um, you know we were just party two. So. Uh, it was fine, and we ended up one time with a, a kid that was a senior in high school, and he was just kind of taking it around to test it and then the other time uh, cause you have to get out at Caribbean Beach and transfer and so we did that, and we got in with a guy that thought he was getting in with his family, but he got in with us, and his family was in one of the other cars <laughs> and so um he was having a great time because he was getting a little break and um we talked to him, and he uh they were doing they had a um, boarding pass for Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios, so I talked to him a little bit about that process, and um, as you'll hear uh, on our Hollywood Studios day, that, um, you know, how that process works, but I wanted to kind of hear what he had to say about it, especially because he was waiting for his boarding group to be called. They had a later boarding group, and he was a local, so um, they were not, and they had annual passes that were soon to expire, so he was like, we got to get all this in before uh, we let the passes expire. My guess is, they were going to renew but you know everybody kind of thinks they might not renew uh so uh so anyway we came back into the park uh super easy to come in and we ended up doing our soren fast pass and then i think we got a little um snack at sunshine seasons down uh in the land pavilion and then my son wanted to do the seas with nemo and friends uh, so we did that and uh, actually we we got to do the aquarium which I, I always recommend doing when you're in that building so neat and I, um, I got to see dolphins in the tank which I've never seen before so we sat there for quite some time and just watched the dolphins go around and go up and down and they're very playful I thought with us um, and so that was very 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 fun and then we decided to kind of call it a day the sun was setting so it was probably close to five o'clock and um uh, we retired and my son wanted to go over to Disney Springs so he went over there he was hoping to find something a little more vegetarian uh on the dining plan and i he was I don't think successful, I think he ended up just having some snacks, and I headed back to the resort and I grabbed dinner at the Mara, which is the quick service there and uh so that was the end of day one. We had a wonderful day uh everything went well with our fast passes. We probably could have ridden a few more things if we had wanted to, but we were just kind of taking a leisurely day. We've certainly done a lot of things uh at Epcot so we did the highlights that we wanted to do and then made it kind of an easy day for us. Okay, and for us, day two was Animal Kingdom. And we had, trying to think, we had fast passes definitely for a Flight of Passage. We had fast passes for Kilimanjaro Safaris and Expedition Everest. And so... We went in, I wanted to get there right around park opening because um, I haven't done Navi River Journey in Pandora in quite some time. And so I, with having our Flight of Passage fast pass, it wasn't possible to get a Navi River Journey one. So I wanted to really um, give that a try since I, and my son had never seen the Pandora area. So I wanted him to experience it fully. So we got in there, and um, we, we were probably a little bit later than I wanted to. They didn't hold us or anything, so we must have gotten there, you know, right around nine. Um, and I feel like we probably took a, a lift because I think we were probably running late. So and I wanted to get there, and and you know I would check the bus times on the app um, from our resort to the parks and if it said, you know, like a bus was 20 minutes away, then, you know, we weren't going to wait for it. So we, we, if, cause we were in a hurry a couple of days. So we, uh, went on Navi river journey. And again, I have not been on that in a while. So that was a nice little ride. Um, I usually say, you know, if you don't hit it first thing in the morning at park opening, um, it's, I don't think it's worth much more of a, a wait than, you know, 20 minutes to a half hour. Um, I just think it's, you know, it is a very, very nice ride technologically. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. Um, but you know, I, I think I would say I would be disappointed if I waited an hour for it and then I was kind of like, Oh, that's nice. Um, so all that to say, do that one first thing in the morning, um, and use your fast pass for flight of passage, uh, or do it, you know, later in the evening or try and get an extra fast pass for it. Uh, so we did that. And then, um, I feel like we maybe went and grabbed some breakfast and, um, oh, I know we had to grab a sweatshirt for my son. The weather was quite cold. Uh, and you know, we're from the Midwest and we thought it was cold. So, um, we got him a sweatshirt and then, um, yeah, that was quite pricey. And, you know, I had, I had told him to pack a sweatshirt, but that's, that's how it goes. So, um, we ended up then heading over to the Africa section to do our Kilimanjaro Safari Fast Pass. Uh, I want to say the line was a little bit long for the Fast Pass, but we moved through it pretty quickly, but a little bit more than I would expect for a Fast Pass. But you know, that happens. That's part of the game. So, um, so we did Kilimanjaro Safaris. And then um, we just kind of made our way around. I, I'm not a big fan of the up uh, or the bird show at all. Um, I get very nervous with birds flying around me. So I don't like to do that show. So we didn't do that. Um, But we did um, head over to the Nemo show and we saw that. And then it was time for our Expedition Everest Fast Pass and the the line for Expedition Everest was was quite far out. It was um, actually almost all the way to the Finding Nemo Theater. And so we weren't quite, um, it wasn't quite time for our Expedition Everest fast pass, but I did want to just go ahead and get in line, not knowing how long that would take. That line moved extremely quickly. Um, It makes me think the ride had maybe been down earlier um, because things were a little bit backed up. And then people whose fast passes were for that time are also filtering in at that time. So um, it was, it was pretty crowded but we managed um and so we ended up you know kind of getting there a little bit early for our fast pass I want to say maybe five or ten minutes but they let us through um we didn't even have to like explain they just let us through so um rode expedition Everest which is always great and um and then I wanted to go um meet Doug and Russell from up. I had never met them, so I took some time, um, and then, of course, you know, and I was in line for them. There was, um, ended up being a, a um, you know, they needed to take a little rest, so uh, it took a little bit longer, but it was fine. We had plenty of time, and it was like a, although it was chilly, it was like a gorgeous day, so, you know, it was like totally fine being outside. Um, you are covered in that queue, but it was fine, uh, and we also took some time in the dino area, um, to meet Chip and Dale and Daisy. Uh, also, my son was a very good sport for those because I wanted to do some of those meets, and the park was still decorated for the holidays. So I absolutely loved that. And then it came time for, um, I think we did it. It's tough to be a bug. Um, you yeah, we did as much as we could filled in, in between our fast passes. And then, um, when it was time for Pandora, um, for the, I'm sorry, flight of passage, we went over there and did that. And it was, um, so fun to see my son's face because he had not done it yet. And he just was amazed by it. And I mean, he doesn't get super excited about things. So to see him very excited, just like filled my heart. It was really, really nice. And um, so he did that. I, I will say that the wait for Flight of Passage throughout the day, it was a busy day. And it was everywhere from two and a half hours to three hours to four hours so um you know four hours is like half of your day so that's where that planning advanced planning comes in and you know staying at a Disney resort so you can get those 60 a day fast passes giving you the best opportunity to get a flight of passage fast pass it's hard to get um but you know we were able to get it which I was very grateful for because I'm not going to wait four hours for anything but I also wouldn't want to miss flight of passage because it's so amazing um and then we ate at Satuli canteen in the Pandora area and I've eaten there several times now I absolutely love it I got a a bowl with um I don't know if I did noodles or rice I think I did noodles and um and then chicken and beef and then my son was able to get a tofu bowl so that was probably one of his best meals that he had the whole time he was there um I think I didn't mention for lunch um over by Expedition Everest in the Asia area um we went to Yak and Yeti I had um, a Kobe burger, which I love to get there and uh, the Yak and Yeti quick service. And then my son, um, I feel like he just got like a Mickey pretzel or something. Cause they, again, he wanted the rice and it did not, uh, it is, it, it's made with chicken. So he couldn't have it. Um, I think that covers our animal kingdom day. We were able to get an extra fast pass, a bonus fast pass for, um, dinosaur. Uh, So we were able to do that. I'm trying to think if we got any extras um, you know we just kept checking the app but it was a really busy day so it was kind of hard to get some extra ones when we did get a dinosaur one I, I was able to kind of mess with it a little bit and get a time oh I know one of the other things we did was in the dinosaur Dino land USA they have um, these like fair games and um, I'll tell you this because honestly I remember the first time I took my son I mean we just you know, it it took a lot just to get us there, you know, financially. And so, um, you know, we weren't able to do a ton of extras when we were there. And so they had these, um, they have these fair games, and I remember he wanted to do them, but they cost extra. And it wasn't expensive, but it, it was kind of annoying to me, in fact, that <laughs> I was like, oh, I've already paid all this, and now I have to pay for these games, and uh, these carnival games, you know? And um, so, so you know, when we were there, he, you know, I was like, do you want to do those games <laughs> this time? And he said, yeah, you know, kind of like he'd never asked since the first time, because he just knew that, you know, it's, it's a lot of money to go. And um, so, you know, I mean, and I think for him to play, I think it was three or four games, um, it was, you know, maybe 10 or $15. So we, he got his money's worth or my money's worth out of it. And it was fun to be able to kind of do that for him since, um, I knew he wanted to, uh, he did not win anything. He was not a winner of a big prize or anything, but it was fun. It was fun for him to be able to do that. Um, yes. Yeah, so, and then I'm trying we so our dinner was at Satouli Canteen. Um, I think, you know, he found a snack on the way out. I think he got a, an ice cream sandwich, even though it was so cold out. Um, and then I think, yes, we definitely took a lift home that night too. Um, so that was our animal kingdom day. I should say also, so that was a Sunday, and so that was the night that the Golden Globe Awards were on. So um, we came back, and we watched that, and (laughs) it was just kind of fun to, like, watch TV together again, you know, because he's in college, so we don't spend a lot of time together anymore. And and I think the night before um, the old movie Overboard with uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell was on, and we watched that, and that was fun just to, you know, it's just what was on TV, and it was just kind of fun to, to spend that kind of time together again. And he'd never seen Overboard before. And it was like one of my favorite movies growing up. So um, fun to like share that with him. So those are just like little, you know, those aren't fast passes. Those aren't reservations, but just fun little moments we had on our trip that are, you know, you don't plan for, but you know, we'll both remember them. Okay. The next morning we had a Be Our Guest Reservation want to say it was like 820 or 825. So the plan was obviously to get there, um, eat quickly. We had pre-ordered. And if you've heard me say this once on the podcast, you've heard me say a thousand times, cannot recommend pre-ordering for Be Our Guest enough. It is, it saved us, I will say always say thirty to forty minutes, um, not having to wait in line just to order the food. So we were pre ordered, we sat down, we sat in the little room that's like a music box, which was very lovely. It was not that busy there. Um, so I and I mean I'd gotten the reservation, you know, we did not book this trip six months in advance. So I think I'd gotten the reservation pretty easily. Uh so uh and it was a busy time. So, you know, it just ended up it worked out great for us. So We were running a little bit late, and so we did take a lift, and we took it to the contemporary. If you take a lift to Magic Kingdom, you have to take a... um, uh, you have to take it to the ticket and transportation center, or you can take it to the contemporary so and then walk over, which is what we chose to do. We did try and do a minivan, uh, but the wait time for a minivan was significantly longer, which it is in the morning, and you know there's less certainly less inventory of cars um, so i just didn 't plan it very well. this was all my fault. We should have gotten out and gotten to the bus but uh, things happen. So so we um, were able to get um, a lift and we walked into the park. Um, we ended up, you know, they let us through because we had, uh, so when you have a pre-park breakfast opening, the park was open for people to come in, um, but they stop you at the castle. And so if you're looking at the castle to the left, you will see signs for people with um, pre-park breakfast reservations. And uh, so they will just check your magic band, make sure that you actually have a reservation and then they let you back through. So, um, you know, we took the path that is kind of just to the left of the castle and there happened to be a photo pass photographer there. And I thoroughly, um, enjoyed just having some time to take pictures, even though we were running a little late for our dining reservation. And the, the, family in front of us, she took a bunch of pictures of the little girl, like turning around and looking at the castle and all of that. And so, you know, she took our nice pictures, the two of us. And I was like, okay, I would like some pictures by myself. And she's like, would you like some of those ones looking at the castle? I was like, yes, I do. I really do want those pictures. So we had a fun little photo shoot. Um, that's kind of one of the nice things about being there early is there's no rush because there was nobody behind us. So that was very nice. And, uh, we went in to be our guest then and had a nice breakfast. Um, I knew my son was kind of, um, uh, ready to get out and be done. And I knew we did not finish breakfast in time to go over and make a mad dash over to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because, um, we just, uh, you know, by the time we got there late, it just wasn't going to happen. And we did have a fast pass for that later. So, um, I said to him, you know, you can, if you want to go do Space Mountain, I'm not a big Space Mountain fan. So I said, if you want to go do that, um, and I will just kind of, puts around here and, you know, finish breakfast. I he's a fast eater. I was not, so um so anyway, and I had some actually work to do. So I was just kind of on my phone working and staying and be our guest for a little bit longer and just taking a leisurely time. And then um, when I got out of be our guest, i um, it was kind of nice because I ended up meeting Cinderella's stepsisters just by chance. I got very lucky that they were just having to be getting off the carousel and going ready being uh, heading over to go meet. So I was like second in line to meet them. And then also at that time Peter Pan was like walking around and playing hide and seek with people. It was just like it was really really nice. And um so uh you know my son and I were staying in touch via text and uh, Space Mountain was taking him a little bit because he hit it just at the time that you know the the park opening kind of surge hit it. So you know so as it turns out funny story later um but you know I found out later in the day. So I was looking at our pictures um and there was a picture of him doing Buzz Lightyear, and I, so I said to him, I was like, "So, did you just did you do Space Mountain?" he's like yep yep just Space Mountain I was like hmm this picture shows otherwise and he um you know he's like oh he's like I didn't even scan my magic pad for it I was like oh they got you man and um he's like yeah he said you know I saw those people going to Space Mountain so I thought I'd let the line die down for a little bit and I was like that's fine you could like I wasn't mad you know I was just kind of having a good time by myself so um So, and I did, oh, I did It's a Small World by myself, too, because he doesn't like that one. So, I did that while I was waiting for him. And then we had a Peter Pan Fast Pass. And we had um, a Seven Dwarfs Fast Pass, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And we had a Big Thunder one. So, um, we just kind of um, made our way around. Um, We did, I I think I ended up doing um, Under the Sea, um the the little mermaid ride by myself as well while I was kind of waiting for him to be done with space mountain and we um yeah so we did our our peter pan and then i feel like we headed over towards um frontierland to do Big Thunder Mountain and we had lunch at some point oh I know I ran into the country bears as we were heading over there and I kind of freaked out because I love them so much and so I got my picture with them and I, I mean I literally like followed one of them and it was not my proudest moment but then someone like a cast member was like oh do you want your picture I was like yes that's why I'm following him so I was a little crazy and my son was um a tad embarrassed but I got my pictures with the country bears and that made me very happy um ironically we never ended up seeing the country bears on this trip which uh, saddened both of us but we we're just kind of busy um so we did um Big Thunder Mountain Splash Mountain was definitely, um, it was too cold. Like, no, it was down. Yeah, it was not running. But even if it had been, it was too cold uh, to ride it. And then we were able to get some extra fast passes. Um, I think we did Pirates. Uh, we had lunch. Before that, we had lunch at Pecos Bills. And um, we did Pirates of the Caribbean. I feel like we'll kind of separated off and went somewhere because I again had some work to do so I was fine to just sit there and um, you know work on my phone while he went off to do I do not remember what he wanted to do but um, that's what's nice about going with older kids oh I know what he wanted to do Um, he was doing his sorcerers the magic kingdom cards and I do want to have him come on and talk about that because um, it is a fun interactive game that you can play while you're at magic kingdom you get these cards at the fires or this yeah the fire station at the front of the park and then you find these portals and you play you know you hold the card up to the portal and then it kind of tells you what your next step is um he would definitely explain it better um my frustration with the game is that you know you could, it would tell you to be like in liberty uh, square and then it would have you go all the way over to tomorrowland and then like come back you know so i i had a little bit of frustration with it um when he was younger because i was like i don't want to take more steps like i want to go do the the rides that we planned on and this is what he wanted to do so now that he's older he can go off on his own and do that um so he did some sorcerers of the magic kingdom we met back up for pirates um I met Jack Sparrow, who I'd never met before. So that was nice because he doesn't really like to meet the characters that much. So I would spend my time, you know, without him meeting characters. I met Tiana and Rapunzel. Um, Just, you know, I just filled my time. I had no problem filling my time in (laughs) at all. Um, And then uh, we went back to take a little bit of a break because We had, um, you know, we'd been there early and we were doing the after hours party at, um, in the evening. And so we needed to take a little break from the park. I had work to do, so I had to get back to the hotel. And so uh, we took a little break. Um, We took the bus back and then we took the bus back again for after hours. So we came back into the park, Um, you know, we must have obviously done a few things and then... um, We had to get in line to get our wristbands for the after hours, so we were able to get in line at um, in Tomorrowland, and that actually took uh, quite a bit of time for us. Uh, We, uh, to be fair, that is the only thing we waited in the whole night during after hours, but it took us a really long time. And um, as it turns out, you know, so they scanned our Magic Bands; it was connected to my My Disney Experience account, and. It just took a long time because they only had two people putting wristbands on people. And also based on the size of the line, I was like, oh boy, maybe this wasn't, you know, as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, but spoiler alert, it was amazing. <laughs> um, so we took some time to do, I think after that we did Buzz Lightyear. Um And, uh, we got stuck on Buzz Lightyear for a while. And so we, my son had a really good score, like probably his best ever. And we got stuck and it was like, they had to reboot. And so he lost his score. So, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. We wish we'd taken a picture of it, but we both know that he was doing really, really well. Uh, so we did Buzz Lightyear at Space Mountain and, um, he did, Space Mountain probably like three or four times. I went on the um, Tomorrowland Transit Authority uh, people mover. And um, so we spent quite a bit of time there. Um, I I guess maybe I should talk a little bit more about After Hours. So After Hours is a specially ticketed event. Uh, The park closed at 8 p.m. If we only had after-hours tickets, uh, we could have gotten in at 7 p.m. with those. But, you know, we chose to spend our day at Magic Kingdom and then also do the after-hours. So um, the party itself, the after-hours party, is from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. It varies based on the park hours, but it's usually that three-hour span. And um, I want to say for the two of us, I want to say it was around... Maybe $130 each, um, you know, so you definitely if you have a larger family, you have to think about that. Um, but we were able to do absolutely everything we could have ever possibly wanted to do at Magic Kingdom. You know, he was able to ride Space Mountain over and over. Um, the other thing that's included with it is, I mean, and it's just basically... You have the park to yourselves. There's um For this particular party, there's no uh, extra shows or anything like that. So it's not like the Halloween party or the Christmas party or the villains party. Um, it is just go on rides and eat snacks. So part of the thing is that you have complimentary snacks throughout the park. And that's water, soda, uh, popcorn, and ice cream sandwiches. And we were so... Fast to get on rides. So, like, it, it was like if I grabbed a popcorn and I went to get in line for a ride, I couldn't finish the popcorn before we got on the ride. I mean, it was that fast. You just walked right onto absolutely everything. We had such an amazing experience with After Hours. I mean, it was truly, I thought, worth every penny that we paid for it. Uh, being able, if riding rides is your mission, this is the right party for you because you can just get onto everything. We did Seven Dwarfs, we did Big Thunder. Space Mountain he did over and over again. Uh, We did Pirates again. We did Haunted Mansion. Um, So, you know, in that span of three hours, we accomplished what most people can't really get done in a day sometimes. Um, And and the crowds were just, you know, like nowhere to be seen. It was so minimal. Um, So, we really thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, highly recommend it. So, we, in fact, like at like 1030, 1045, we were like, well, I think we're done. Like we've kind of done everything. We're good. And it was chilly. Um, but we ended up going. Um, I was like, you know what? We didn't, we never hit Haunted Mansion. So let's go do that. So we did Haunted Mansion. And then we ended, um, you know, right. We ended. With that, and it was great. So we were done at eleven. Um, we ha- really lucked out when we went back to get a bus, and the bus was right there. I, we might have had to run for it. I can't remember. Um, but here's the word to the wise too. Um, you know, so the bus was kind of standing room only, and um, there was a gentleman with like a child on his lap, and then um, in the seat next to him he had a water bottle, and there were a lot of people standing on the bus. So if you, and I understand maybe he wanted to save that for his child, and and nobody really said anything. But um, if you're on the bus holding uh, when there are people standing, holding a seat with your water bottle is not the nicest thing to do. So think of other people. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but we had a you know very easy bus ride back to the resort. We were back. Um, we were probably to our hotel room by about 1130 at the latest. And then we were ready for a big day the next day at Hollywood Studios. Okay, so I want to preface Hollywood Studios talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the procedures. So Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has two rides, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and that one neither ride has a fast pass. So fast pass available. So for Smuggler's Run You can just wait. There's a way, there's a line to wait in. And then there's most of the time, some of the time, not all the time, there is a single rider line. So if you don't mind splitting up your family or you're, you know, you're there with a couple of adults or whatever, um, that is, um, an option for you and it, it can have a shorter wait. Um, not always, but it's worth a try. But they won't be able to tell you. Like when you go up to, you know, they won't be able to say, you know, it's, oh, it's a 20-minute wait. Because it's just hard to gauge when you're adding single riders into pods um, for the ride. And then Rise of the Resistance opened um, just a little while ago. It opened at the beginning of December. This was the main reason for our trip. Um, I chose to go when I knew this ride would be open. This was my son's Christmas present to go on this trip. Um, I definitely... Loved doing experiences over things and spending this time together instead of, um, you know, just opening more and more things that we don't need. So uh, that that was the point of this trip was to be able to do Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance, the only way to ride it is to get in a boarding group. They do not have a standby line. They just, this is not the way it's operating at this time. You know, this is January, what, 22nd. So um, it's just not even offered right now um, as a standby in order to get in a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, you need to be at the park when it opens. So the procedure is to get into the park. the The park when, Once the park opens and they announce the park is opened, you are able to go onto the app and join a boarding group. Uh, if you arrive after park opening, um, there's a chance you could get a boarding group. There's also a chance you could get in kind of a Um, I don't know what they're even calling them backup boarding groups in case they've been able to get a lot of people through the ride and they're doing these backup boarding groups for the day. Um, but your best chance is being there. We arrive is being there ahead of park opening so that you're in there in a good position to be right on the app. Um, and then I will now talk about how we did our day. So the park opened at seven when we were there, we arrived at 604. We did take a lift um, to get there. I just wanted to get there. Uh, It was very chilly, as I mentioned. So people were kind of huddled together. There was a lot of, there were a lot, a lot of people. Um, So very, you know, everybody has this idea because you do have to do this in order to ride Rise of the Resistance. And um, so, yeah, so I've pulled up my notes. We arrived at 6.03. We were allowed into the park. So we were, you know, through security and just waiting to, Go into the park and we were allowed in at 6 15 now as you're looking at the park we were to the right and then as it f- kind of as you get through funneled through the crowd a little bit more opens up so that's my recommendation is to go over to the right um, because you end up getting to go through a little bit faster so we headed in and they let us in you get to go into the individual land you want to go to so if you end up wanting to go to toy story land you can go that far If you want to go to Star Wars Land or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, they can get you kind of that far. Um, We ended up doing Sunset Boulevard. Um, Number one, we wanted to really cover um, two rides right there, first thing in the morning. So we ended up on Sunset Boulevard. They held us there. Uh, We just were waiting for the park to be open. And they were making announcements. So you are kept up to date. And we had two phones, obviously my son and I. And so... Um, I'd heard being off of the Wi-Fi was good. I'd also heard cold opening the app is good. Um, so we kind of tried two different methodologies. Uh, I tried cold opening the app, not on the Wi-Fi and I was made to sign in when I opened the app, which took a little bit longer and By that time he had our boarding group, so his process was to already be on the app and then um, hit join boarding group and so um, he was able to get us very quickly, much <laughs> glad he was there because I was very nervous about not getting a boarding group and um because they go so quickly. And so um he was able to get us a boarding group. We got boarding group 21, which was really fantastic, super um early in the day. That was really, really great. So The park opens at seven. They make that announcement. They kind of give everybody a couple minutes to get on the app and do that. And then they, you know, they'll let people into the lands. So we were able to go on um, Tower of Terror right away, you know, very quickly without much of a wait, um, because that's where we were very close to the front of the line. Um, and then we were able to, he wanted to do Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, I did not have it in me to do Rock and Roller Coaster first thing in the morning. So I headed over to Toy Story Land to get breakfast. Uh, I like Woody's Lunchbox, so I wanted breakfast there. And, um, at that time, Slinky Dog Dash was down. And so, um, that made... The line for Toy Story Midway Mania 240 minutes, um which I think if I'm doing my math right is four hours. um So no, do, do not get in a line for Toy Story Midway Mania or really anything that has a 240 minute wait. Uh, go do something else. <laughs> you will be fine. Um, it's not worth spending four hours of your day waiting in line for that. So and it probably moved faster than that. I mean I don't doubt that it did. Um, cause when we went back later in the day with our fast pass, it didn't take us to go, you know, that long to get through it. So, um, we were able to do that. Um, and then I headed over to star Wars galaxy's edge because, um, the last time I was here, it was super hot and I was just, I kind of had had it. <laughs> so, um, this time, obviously the weather was much more favorable. And so we, um, uh, you know, he met me over there. I, I was just kind of taking pictures, doing some exploring and, um, he met me over there and we ended up doing the single rider line for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. We were in fact, um, separated. So, you know, he, but you know, he's an adult, so it's fine. (laughs) It was fine. I, I, I would have liked to have experienced it together, but also I also didn't want to wait. I think it was about an 80 minute wait. Um, however, the people I ended up being in the ride with said that, um, it was about a 60 minute wait for them. So just know that, you know, that post posted wait time could be shorter or longer. Um, it's the best estimate. Uh, so we did that and just kind of explored the land a little. Um, we had a slinky dog, uh, dash fast pass and that was my son's first time going on that. So that was really great. And I think our other fast passes, um, One was for the Frozen show, and the other one was for Star Tours. So we did those. Um, Love the Frozen show. Of course, always the Frozen sing-along. Really great. And then we were able to get some pretty good extra fast passes this day. We did Tower of Terror. We did... Toy Story, Midway Mania. So we were able to grab some of those other tier ones. Once we'd used up our official, um, you know, fast passes for the day, we were able to grab some of those ones that are still in that tier one, but, um, you know, you want to really use that strategically and make sure you're getting like a slinky dog dash. That is not as nearly impossible to get the same day. I kept trying to get it. I didn't get it. So, um, Just kind of backing up a little bit. um, I think I went ahead of myself a little. But the park, um, as I said, the park opened at 7am. Our boarding group um, was called at 7.38 in the morning. So it did not take very long for our boarding group to get called and then you have two hours once that boarding group is called to go ride the ride. And so uh, we arrived, um, this was kind of when I was in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and he was, I think, still doing rock and roller coasters. So it took us a little while to meet up and we were both kind of also not sure where the other one was. I got a little turned around in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because it's a new land and I'm not as familiar with it. We arrived at Rise of the Resistance at 851. We did have, you know, I would call it a very short wait for it. Certainly, I mean, it was maybe... Ten minutes, maybe, uh, and then we got to experience it. And I won't give anything away, because I, I just think everybody needs to experience it for itself for themselves. But it was truly one of the most like the coolest experiences I've had. You know, at one of these parks. I mean, it is mind blowing. The immersion of it, the attention to detail, the how much you feel a part of the story. Just incredible. I mean, gasp, you know, we gasped several times at different elements of this ride. Uh, So I I think everybody, even Star Wars fan or not, I think you appreciate how cool the ride is. And Star Wars fans, I mean, you are in Star Wars in this. It is so cool. Absolutely amazing. Okay, so I have here uh, in a note that we were done. By 9.28, uh, we were done with uh, Rise of the Resistance. So it took us 40 minutes overall lining up to, you know, being done with the attraction. So it it is about a 25-minute experience, I would say, the ride itself. Um, It's hard to tell kind of where it starts um, because they have you moving around a lot. So it's kind of hard to tell where it starts. But um, just... Oh, cool, so 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 cool, and um, and then okay, so back to like you know, the everything else I was talking about, we had a um great time exploring uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It is, uh, as I mentioned, I did not quite give it the attention I needed to when I was there in September due to the heat, and I was just I couldn't, um, but this day was just completely lovely. Uh, some of the things I noticed before, um, that I or that I didn't notice before is the sound of, like, planes going over, and um, I got to see a lot more of the characters walking around. We saw Chewy and Stormtroopers, Ray, and so just spending time in that area, not just, like, walking through it to get from ride to ride, but really spending time in there and and experiencing it. Um, My son did go into some of the shops. Um, I did not, uh, but, you know, and we didn't, I don't think we ate anything in there um, because I ended up, We ended up having lunch at the ABC commissary, which I had never eaten at before. And um, they had a good like vegetarian burger for him. And we did mobile order, but it just seemed to kind of take a while. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, what else were we going to do? So we just um, spent, you know, the rest of our day grabbing extra fast passes, doing as much as we could. Uh, We didn't do the Muppet Show, which I am disappointed that we missed, um, but we did just kind of take some time to explore everything and and we just had a really wonderful day. Um, Of course, Rise of the Resistance was the main reason for going, so um, being able to do that was truly fabulous and worth every bit of it. Um, And then we did I did have a reservation for him for Savi's workshop which is where you build your own lightsaber. Um so they were taking walk-ins but there was like a 45 minute to an hour wait for it. Um but we had a reservation ahead of time. You can make that reservation usually at 180 days in advance. Um yeah, I made mine not that long in advance. So um you know, really glad we had the reservation of course. So, you know, the process was we just checked in for it. He just had to say um like which Like, I think it was which one he wanted to do. Um, There were different themes kind of, not exactly sure on the details there, um, but then they kind of put us in a holding area, and then we were called back, and uh, again, like a really truly fascinating experience, um, you know, there's a limited amount of people in the room, each guest that has a reservation can have one person with them, um, and they just build a lightsaber, or they talk about the lightsabers, they talk about the parts for it, and how important it is for the rebellion, and you know, things like that, I mean, it was really Really, really neat experience. They, um, you know, do a whole speech and everything was really, really cool about it. My son absolutely loved it. Um, Just so you know, it is $200 for the lightsaber experience. Um, And I, I say this because people that walked up, you know, this one lady had a reservation for four people and she did not know that that was the cost of it. Uh, They were gracious enough to cancel her reservation, you know, just tell her that's fine. Um, I know that if you do not show up, they charge you the full amount of that reservation. That's within the terms and conditions of the reservation. So that is not something you would skip out on if you had a reservation for it. Um, but, you know, they, like you said, they were gracious enough to let her not, um, you know, I mean, that's $800 for lightsabers. So she just didn't understand the cost aspect of it. Uh, in addition, and I know we've talked about on the podcast before, they have Joy Depot. We did not do that. That one is a $100, starts at a $100. Um, and so those are the options for, for Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, um, for, for other activities to do. We did not have a reservation for Oga's Cantina, which is one of the other things. Uh, I had done that in September it is definitely a bar setting. And um, with limited seating, if you sometimes there's if you're seated, you might be seated with other parties. Um, that's just not my jam that much. <laughs> so I just chose not to do that for this trip. Um, you know, if I went back with some adults, that might be fun. But um, I did not feel like that was a good going to be what we wanted to do. Um, So that was later uh, in the afternoon, and um, they do give you a carrying case for the lightsaber. And so um, I ended up taking, uh, because I had to go back to the resort to, I had a flight, so I had to kind of get back and get everything together for that. And so um, I ended up taking his lightsaber back. I definitely took a lift home, um, back to our resort. Um, I just, I needed to make sure I was there on time. That way I could control the time when I got back. And so I took his lightsaber home, but he ended up, or back to the resort, but he ended up carrying it on to his flight. Um, I was a little concerned about that. We could have shipped it back, but we did make the choice, um, for him to just carry it on and he did not have any problem carrying it on. So, um, I know that that is a concern for some people. Um, and then I think he came back shortly after I had done that. I feel like he wanted to go do Rock and Roller Coaster Single Rider Liner. So, you know, he wanted to capture something else. So he did it. Um, but we had a full day there. Um, he would have liked to have stayed for um, the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. But, you know, after four days of going, you know, going pretty hard at it every day, um, he just didn't quite have it in him. So, um, so that was the process. Um, a little bit on my... So because I chose a departure that was... Not in line with our um, uh, reservation. I ended up taking a lift to the airport that night. So, um, but he had a, um, just so you know, procedure wise, he had a 840 flight and they picked him up at 540 um, a.m., uh, so they're still doing three hours for the Magical Express, three hours before your return flight. And, um, you know, he was able, I was like nervous. He wasn't going to wake up. So set three alarms, you know, and, and he got up um, and, you know, no problem getting on the Magical Express. But he texted me right at 540 that he was on the bus. So that is a a hard, you know, like a, <laughs> that is the time they're going to pick you up. Um, okay, I think that, that is all of it. I'm sorry if I rambled on a little bit um but just to emphasize we had a absolutely wonderful trip this was pr- one of our best i mean we just had so much fun together and um i definitely think the weather helped um because we were not hot we were even a little bit cold some days um but that was a big part of it and then i mean it was just it was so fun the christmas decorations were still up so if you're wondering if when you go um you know we were there until the 10th and the christmas decorations were still up um although i will say I love Christmas decorations, but you don't feel the vibe as much just because Christmas is over. But I was glad to still get some pictures. Um, And then, yeah, I just wanted to make sure to explain to you guys the Rise of the Resistance procedure. This is what it is now. I think this is what it is for the foreseeable future. The main key is to be there prior to park opening so that you are in position to get there, um, you know, to get a boarding pass, uh, when you, when the park opens, how early you need to get there is on you, um, you know, in order to get a boarding pass, you definitely need to be there before park opening. If you want to get there strategically so that you can ride some of those tier one rides, um, without a fast pass, like we wanted to do with Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, Then you would get there early, um, you know, I think an hour, hour and a half early, so that you are in a good position to be like right towards the front to be able to do those things, Um, always based on what day of the week it is, what the crowds are like. Um, But yeah, so I hope that you understand that rise of the resistance procedure. But if you do not, certainly send me a message and I will explain it to you further. All right. Thanks uh, for listening and I'll see you real soon.